What's up? You're listening to the Electric Runway Podcast, where fashion meets technology. I'm your host, Amanda Costco. Thank you so much for tuning in. What's up and welcome back. Today on the show, I'm speaking with Daniel Beauchamp, the head of virtual and augmented reality at Shopify. Shopify is a platform that empowers hundreds of thousands of merchants to sell online. To date, the company has experimented with several AR and VR retail experiences towards the goal of becoming a 3D-enabled commerce platform, and we're going to get into exactly just what that means in a moment. Here to tell us more about shopping in VR and with AR is Daniel Beauchamp of Shopify. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So for those who don't know, who are you? And for folks who have been living under a rock, what is Shopify? Okay, so Shopify is a multi-channel commerce platform allowing merchants to sell online, offline, social media, and soon to be able to sell using augmented and virtual reality. And that segues into what I do there. I head up our AR and VR team at Shopify, and it's my team's role to figure out how these technologies play into the world of commerce. Yeah, and so as the head of VR and AR for Shopify, what do you think the biggest challenge is for merchants selling online today, and how can AR, VR, XR help solve this? A big challenge today when shopping online is that certain items, you don't feel fully confident buying them online just from having seen a few photos and a description. There are still products out there like large furniture, large ticket items, where I'd prefer actually going to the store and seeing it first before, let's say, spending a lot of money online before even seeing it in person. And that's where augmented and virtual reality can help out a lot because these technologies can make you see products in front of you or in your home as though they were actually there, thus increasing your confidence in what you see is what you'll get. So it's really connecting that kind of online, offline experience. So over the past three years, we've seen Shopify play in the VR, AR space quite a bit. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the projects that you've worked on towards your goal of becoming a 3D-enabled commerce platform? Of course. We've been exploring AR and VR for the past three years, but we actually started off with virtual reality because around three years ago, that's when the headsets like the Oculus Rift started coming out and the HTC Vive. And we said, hey, this is awesome technology. Let's see how this could be used in a commerce setting. And as we started playing around with it, we found out that it was such an immersive medium and had so many applications for shopping. The problem, though, was getting it in consumers' hands. You had devices that were expensive. They were kind of clunky to wear. They, let's say they're not mainstream yet. So while we're still doing a lot of experimentation in VR, because we do think this is technology that will be mainstream, we got, I'll say, sidetracked about a year ago when augmented reality really made a giant leap forward. And that's when the release of ARKit from Apple and ARCore from Google came out. Because it meant that hundreds of millions of smartphones around the world now had access to this really robust AR technology where just using your smartphone, you could place an object in front of you, have it actually be the real scale, one-to-one with real life, and be able to move around and inspect it. So once that tech came out, we said, this is it. This is how we're going to be able to get consumers using this, this stuff. 
So about a year ago, we released a project uh, with a merchant of ours called Magnolia. It was an app that allowed you to preview Magnolia's home goods and accessories in your home and then buy them through the app. And that was using augmented reality. So that was the first product that we put out where you could have millions of people actually using it without having to download any sort of special or buy any sort of special hardware or anything like that. Great. So I want to delve into augmented reality in a second. But for those who don't know kind of the experiments that you've done in virtual reality prior to some of your more recent developments in AR, can you talk about that? I know we've talked about it on stage before at InStore, our immersive event on the future of retail. But Thread Studio for me was was really interesting and exciting when you think about the future of fashion design. And although it might not be your focus right now, I'm confident that our listeners would still be very interested in it. Of course, how could I forget Thread Studio? So Thread Studio was our first virtual reality product that we put out there. And we wanted to show how VR and commerce could be more than just a shopping experience. It could be a tool used by merchants to help them conceptualize products and actually create products before creating them in real life. So what Thread Studio was, is an app that allowed you to design t-shirts in VR see them in VR as you would in real life. And then when you're happy with the design, actually get that sent off to a a print on demand company and get that shirt or get that mug or anything you can print on created. Yeah. And I had the opportunity to try it. It was a lot of fun. It was one of my first VR experiences actually was trying Thread Studio. There was also one that I saw that was a retailing environment and I was shopping for a tent, but I was actually on a mountain. I forget what that one was called, but I'm sure our audience would be interested in that as well. Yeah. So the tent example was us trying to show how virtual reality and shopping doesn't have to take place in a boring mall. A lot of people, when I talk to them about VR shopping, they're like, oh, sweet. It's going to be this like virtual mall that I can walk around with. And that's a, a bit of a narrow view because you have this technology where you can be anyone you want, you can you know, go anywhere you want, you can do anything you want. You're essentially this god in virtual reality. And do you really want to be shopping at a boring shopping mall? And so let's think about using this medium to its full potential. So if you are shopping for a tent, do you want to be looking around a virtual camping store? Or do you actually want to be in the forest or on the mountain where you actually be using it? And this is where VR becomes such a strong storytelling medium, because for the first time, brands can actually put their customers into the stories that their products tell. Yeah, it's definitely an exciting future. But I totally take your point that, you know, consumers, most of them have smartphones today, not all of them have the virtual reality headset. So that's why AR is really a sweet spot for Shopify right now. And I want to talk now about some of the work you're doing in that space. So recently, you rolled out a new augmented reality experience called AR Quick Look. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? So AR Quick Look is functionality that's going to be built into all iOS 12 devices. So it is functionality built by Apple, but we're going to be supporting it. And what it allows you to do is from within Safari on an iOS 12 device, if there's a 3D object embedded on a web page, you can actually load that 3D object into AR. So for the commerce setting, if you are on a merchant store and you are looking at a nice vase that you would like to buy, and there's a 3D model available for it, 
you could tap to preview it. It opens up your phone's camera and you can just look wherever you want to place that vase. Boom, it'll appear in front of you like magic. Be at the correct size. You can walk around it very intuitively and once again, gain more confidence in what it is you're about to buy. And this is opposed to having to have a whole app surrounding your online store. It's just available via Safari, like you were saying. Exactly. So a year ago when we released Magnolia Markets app using the AR functionality, you actually had to download an app. And while there are a ton of fans for Magnolia who have no problem downloading an app, a lot of people would say, hey, you have a responsive, beautiful mobile website. Why do I need to download an app for every single retailer site that I go to? And that's why we're so excited about AR Quick Look and about Web AR, where these experiences can live right on the web. Yeah, it's definitely the future. So AR Quick Look seems to work best for objects such as furniture. You know, you mentioned a vase or accessories. But what about for apparel? That's what everyone wants to know about. Anytime I talk about apps and AR, VR, it's always, when can I find out if the sweater will fit me? And I want to see it on me. I think that is that has become the holy grail of this entire industry. A lot of people are trying to solve that right now. And on Shopify, we have a lot of apparel, fashion merchants that would love to have something like that. The sad news is the technology is not there yet. For certain things, like trying on sunglasses or trying on hats or even makeup, that's stuff that we have seen before in certain apps. Even Snapchat filters allow you to you know, try on funny glasses and whatnot. And that could easily be replaced with real glasses. But to get the technology where you could try on a sweater or a dress or pants or things where they don't just sort of sit on your head, that's not there yet. But it's coming. There's been a ton of advances in machine learning, computer vision that will lead us to that point. But I still think we're a few years off. Yeah. And I like your point that it's the holy grail. Because if you can get a t-shirt, if you can simulate what a t-shirt looks like on someone's body, that's really like the height of complication, I think, when it comes to all of these different emerging technologies that you're talking about. And I think you're also right to mention that there's a number of companies working in this space trying to have this like try before you buy experience. But you're also right to point out that this like magic mirror that we've seen is just not there yet. I made a video this week on augmented reality for the fashion industry. And we talked about how the magic mirrors that are out there just look like stickers on top of your body. But then we've seen companies like Modi Face who have done a really good job at doing that for trying on lipstick on the face, for example. But when the body's involved, it seems to get more complicated. Yeah, what it comes down to is the face is actually pretty easy to track. Now, I'll be careful with that statement because there's probably people out there being like, hey, it's a very complex mathematical model for tracking faces and whatnot. But compared to tracking your body across different you know, body shape sizes, you name it, it gets exponentially harder. And then you start talking about what is it that you are rendering on top of the body. If it's a dress, well, you want the dress to actually move you know, with the wind or with how your body's moving, have realistic physics. That's something that you don't need to do with glasses on your face. You just sort of pop them on and they're there. But as soon as you have these flowing garments, then it becomes a lot more computationally expensive to simulate that. Have you spoken to, I forget the name of the company, but a few weeks ago, they announced that they're releasing this suit with all these like markers on it. And you like stand in front of your phone and slowly rotate around like 360 and it tries to make this 3d model of your body but 
you have to be wearing this really dorky looking suit with like motion trackers all over it. The, I think it's called like the Zozo suit. Yeah, I think that's it. So that's an example where solutions like that, yes, will get you pretty close to being able to simulate clothes like with high fidelity. But what's the barrier for the consumer here? Buying one of these suits, putting one of these suits on? Like, I don't think that that's going to be mainstream yet. Right. Yeah. And also the challenge of sizes, like there's no standard sizes in the fashion industry. Every brand has their own size and then fit is subjective. I like my clothes baggy. Other people like them tight. So you're right. It's a huge challenge. So with this announcement that you uh, released not too long ago, you also uh, introduced this idea of new partners who will be providing 3D modeling services for Shopify merchants. And I wanted to ask, why is this important? So it doesn't matter how easy it is for the consumer to have an AR experience if the merchant can't build it in the first place. The foundational component to all AR, VR, 3D experiences are 3D models. And that means that merchants need to be able to make 3D models of their products. And there are still merchants out there that might struggle taking product photography. Can you imagine if I go up to them and say, hey, can you also provide me with photorealistic 3D models of all your products? It's a pretty tall ask. And that's why we want to add partners to our ecosystem that can help them out. They can easily say, yep, we can turn around a product into a 3D model in a few days for this amount of money and and outline the steps as simply as possible so that the barriers keep lowering and lowering for a merchant to be able to provide an AR experience. And I'm so glad that the AR Quick Look stuff came out because that was the other barrier. It's how does a merchant actually get the AR experience built when traditionally they had to build an app for it? Well, now they can just embed the 3D model right on, on the web, but they'll still need that 3D model. All right. Technical question. <laughs> for those of us who don't know, what is a USDZ file format and why do retails and merchants need to know about this? Okay. So USDZ file format is related to AR Quick Look because it is a file format that Apple worked with Pixar to develop. So when we talk about 3D models and whatnot, they're different from a photo. They contain different information. They contain the actual volumetric shape and textures of an object. And they have their own file formats. So similar to how an image might have a PNG and a JPEG and all different sort of image files, well, 3D models have their own. And some of them are called OBJ, some of them are called FBX, GLTF is another one. Well, Apple decided that they didn't want to use what other people are using. They would rather come out with their own thing, and it's called USDZ. So really, a merchant doesn't need to know too much about the nitty-gritty details of it. All they need to know is that in order to use AR Quick Look, their 3D models need to be in that file format. And the partners on our platform know how to convert into that file format and know how to provide models that are in USDZ. And just as Shopify provides storage for JPEG images of products, they're also you, you also announced that you're providing some storage for these larger, I imagine, files that will allow the products to be rendered in AR. Exactly. Now, they're not necessarily larger. They're just a different file format altogether. And we did announce a few months ago that the 3D warehouse on Shopify would be the tool that allows you to upload 3D models to Shopify. Because as we become a 3D enabled commerce platform, 
we want it to be as simple as you would just drag images into your Shopify admin. You'll be able to just drag 3D models into a Shopify admin and associate that models to products and variants. Yeah, it's so impressive to me how Shopify has been kind of eliminating the barriers at every step of the way for the merchants. And that's how that's what the company's success was built on. But with people like you in place, you're continuing to do that as commerce evolves into these new future realities. So it's very exciting. Sort of another technical question for you. With its recent announcements, it seems that Apple is betting heavily on the future of AR. Do you worry that creatives and developers are being locked into this Apple ecosystem with, you know, having to use the iOS platform and these specific Apple Pixar files. Is there a a concern there? One of our missions with 3D models on Shopify is to try to make it so you invest in getting a 3D model of a product, and then you can use that 3D model on various different channels. And so AR Quick Look comes around, we want to make sure that those models will be able to work with them. Now, if that means we need to have converters in place that will take a 3D model that previously wasn't in the USDZ file format and convert into it, that's something that we're going to explore. If there's new channels like the Facebook 3D posts that came out, a few months ago, Facebook announced that you could actually drag 3D models right into your newsfeed and make posts. And you could also make ads with it too. We want to make sure that the 3D models you have on Shopify will work with that as well. Snapchat's adding stuff like that. Instagram camera is going to support having 3D models being able to load in augmented reality. So we're not concerned for our merchants being locked into any particular ecosystem. If anything, we're doing our best to connect them to as many different platforms and as many different channels as possible. Yeah, and to help them be where the consumer is. Exactly. Okay, so there's so many terrible e-commerce experiences. I was shopping for a handbag recently, and I won't name which department store, but I was, you know, like kind of scratching my head as a futurist who looks at all these new experiences that are out there. And, you know, their e-com experience is just so terrible. It wasn't run on Shopify. (laughs) So do you think that it's going to be the smaller merchants who will be able to innovate with mixed reality before these larger retailers who kind of already have their systems in place or maybe a little bit more afraid of change? I think that's the key right there, afraid of change. I've seen a lot of examples of large retailers just moving too slow because they are afraid of change. And now when you start bringing 3D and AR and VR into the mix, what they want to know is, What's the ROI on this? If we start investing in this, will it increase conversions? Will it increase engagement? And so on and so on. And that and hesitating to jump on with AR and VR and invest early will slow them down. And it will cause the smaller merchants who they might go, ah, we have nothing to lose. This is new tech coming out. Let's invest in it. Let's see where it goes. Well, they're going to be able to move a lot faster. And you might find out that in a few years, now they're way ahead of where the large retailers could be. Yeah, that's what I imagine you'd say. (laughs) So Shopify is known as a tool that empowers merchants across the world. We've talked about this. What is your long-term vision for how VR and AR fit into the online commerce ecosystem? We imagine a future where AR and VR are not seen as this as these additional components to the shopping experience. It just becomes a very natural way of shopping. Like right now, before I buy a product, I might see it in store, 
go home, read reviews online on my phone, look at it and see the price online, then go back to the store and then maybe end up buying it on my laptop. There's no single journey anymore of how do you buy a product. And we want AR and VR to fit seamlessly in there. So you might be looking at it in store, but then go home and use AR to preview it in your home and then buy it later on your laptop. You don't really think about, oh, now I have to do this big AR thing. It just becomes as natural as taking out your phone and searching online. Yeah, very cool. So just a couple more questions before I let you go. You know, what would you say to those in the fashion community who still think that AR and VR are just fads? I would first ask them if they've tried AR and VR before. Now, specifically for virtual reality, it's really important that you've tried an Oculus Rift or that you've tried the HTC Vive. The Google Cardboard stuff or 360 videos on Facebook, that doesn't cut out. Cut it. You need to have the big headset on your head running a great experience and you will see how immersive it is and how much this is going to change how we shop in the future. Now, you do have to to extrapolate a little bit and say, it's not ready today, but as this technology gets better and better and better, more affordable, and in the hands of more and more people, this is going to be the new medium of how people shop. Great. And what's the next big project you're working on? Well, the next big project is for September, and that's the support of USDZ and AR Quick Look so that merchants can provide AR experiences right on their online stores. Great. And so how can people follow you and stay in touch? So you can follow our updates for the ARVR team at Shopify on our Medium publication. So that's medium.com slash Shopify dash VR. Or you can follow me on Twitter at PushMatrix. Great. And we'll put all the links up on Electric Runway so that our visitors can link to you. Thanks so much for your time today, Daniel. Thanks so much for having me. That was my conversation with the always fascinating Daniel Beauchamp, the head of VR and AR at Shopify. For images to accompany this conversation, we invite you to visit electricrunway.com. That's where you'll also find all past and future episodes of the show. That's it for today's episode. Until next time, here's looking towards the future. from today's episode by Andrew Apple Pie.